0: Why was the skeleton afraid? Because he didn't have any guts. (laughs) Hello everybody and welcome to episode 100 of Starting Sustainability. I am your host, Kaylin Chenoweth. Let's take a moment to pause and reflect on that one hundred episodes. Wow. Wow. That is so crazy. Mind blowing. When I first started podcasting, my goal was 10 episodes. And then it became 20 episodes and now we've hit a hundred episodes and every day I come up with more and more ideas for new episodes. I'm just so elated at how this hobby of mine has really turned into such a passion and it's so rewarding. And thank you to everybody for listening and coming back each week and learning about sustainability and being a part of this journey with me. Thank you. Thank you. For the catch-up segment, we're going to be quick because I really want to get onto the trivia part of this episode. But I want to update you with what's going on outside of the podcast and my personal life and work life because if I don't do it now, then I'm going to forget to tell you all about it. First of all, most importantly, things are significantly better at work. I am finally getting balance again. I'm getting lunch breaks again. Things are calming down. So I am thrilled about that. Now that I'm back to normal at work, I can have a much more calmer evening (laughs) instead of being stressed out all day and all night. I have noticed that by being more calm at work, life is better all around. And I can actually enjoy some of the little things like my garden in the backyard, which I jokingly teased about our fall garden, about how we were suddenly experts, but I do have to give it to my husband. He has been amazing. He has been going out there and watering and tending to the plants and pulling the weeds and doing a great job. So I'm very, very proud of him. Our fall garden is pretty much lettuce. And we are eating salads out the wazoo. There's so, it's just booming. It's a lot, a lot of lettuce. We're actually giving it away and we still can't eat it at a fast enough pace to match the speed that it's growing. It's growing more quickly than what we can eat. So we are just, we have lettuce all over the place. And I learned a really cool gardening trick to help keep rabbits and other animals away. You can take hair clippings, like both human and dog hair clippings, and you line it around the garden bed. So when we cut my husband and my two kids hair, we saved it and we lined it around the garden bed. And my dog Ruger has very short hair, so we never cut his hair. But our friends have, I don't know, I think it's like a Shih Tzu Maltese combo. It's some tiny, really fluffy dog and they cut her hair. (laughs) So I asked them to save the hair, and they did. (laughs) I took that dog's hair and used it to finish going around the garden beds. And it's actually been working so far. We have not seen any rabbits or any other animals chomping on any of our vegetables. So that's really cool. And for some weird reason, we have had a surgence of flies, like ridiculous flies. We would open up the door to let the dog out, and like two flies would come in. We had so many flies in our house, it's awful, One evening, we just gave each kid a fly swatter and let them run around whacking at them. Of course, they didn't get them because they're too slow. But hey, it entertained the kids for like a good 45 minutes. But I did want to share with you that I read about this trick where you can buy bars of soap. It has to be the Irish Spring. I don't know why, but for some reason, you get those bars of soap. We were just lazy. You could drill a hole in them and tie a rope and hang them up high, but I just basically put them down. on the floor around every doorway that went in and out of the house for some reason the fragrance of the soap bar totally keeps away the flies and it's been working it's really awesome you'll see flies outside around the door you open up the door and they like won't cross the barrier to go past the bar of soap it has been a fantastic little trick i don't know the science behind why it's working but i did want to share it with you in case you too have issues with flies whether that's now or sometime in the future And one last thing I wanted to share, happy birthday, mom. That's right. It was my mom's birthday this past week. The whole family got together and we celebrated her. Do I share her age? Is that appropriate? She doesn't really listen to this, so I guess I could. (laughs) She is 79 years young. Yes, she was much older than anticipated when she became pregnant with me. In fact, the doctor told her that she could go off of birth control because there was no way she could have any more kids. She was past that stage in her life. And then I showed up. (laughs) And yes, my mom did switch doctors after that. And now, on to the trivia game. But first I want to explain that I originally designed this game for two teams of two players each. And then on the evening where we recorded, only three were able to make it. Unfortunately, the fourth person was unable to make it. And that's okay. I just had to adapt real quick on my feet to make it suit three people. (laughs) Because some of the questions were designed to be team effort and I had to try to change it. So you're going to hear me fumble and bumble my way through this trivia game just because I kept trying to adapt everything. But... That's just how real life goes. Not everything goes according to plan and you just have to be flexible and adapt. So here is episode 100, Tricky Trivia, bloopers and all. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Starting Sustainability, episode 100. Woo! Woo! <laughs> we are here to play Kaylin's quizzical questions. Yay! We have three contestants. Contestants, we're going to go around and introduce yourselves, and you're going to do so by stating your name and what your ideal Halloween costume is. No worries about money, time or logistics, just whatever you want to be. So Tori, let's start with you.
1: So I'm Tori. I, I do all the social media posts for starting sustainability. And, and um, if I could do anything, I want one of those like big Victorian ball gown things that are like, I don't even know, astronomically heavy.
0: <laughs> with the corset and
1: everything? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, just a big thing. I don't
0: know, how fun would that be? I love it. I love it. Next, we have Amanda, our merchandise maker. Hey, I'm Amanda and I do. I make the merchandise.
2: It's fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and last is Margot, longtime listener, super fan of the podcast. Yeah, so I've listened to every episode of the podcast
1: since it came out. And my ideal Halloween costume would probably be something like techy that lights up.
0: I love it. Perfect. <laughs> so before we get started, we're going to go over the format of the game today. There are going to be five rounds. The first round is called the Queen of, where we're going to kind of go round robin style and name alternative words for a topic. Until every until everyone's eliminated, except we have one winner. Round two is going to cover sustainable switches. And round three and four are going to be worth two points each. But if you need multiple choice added in there, then the scoring system will alternate from that. And round five will be the last round. And of course this is designed to be the toughest round and it's gonna be a little bit tricky. So I'll explain it when we get there, how scoring is going to go. And then if there is a tie, I do have a tiebreaker question. Okay, so listeners, AKA sustainers, play along at home and see how you do. So round one is the queen of games. So I'm going to use the examples of flowers. So, for the queen of flowers, we'd start off. So, Tori would say rose, and then Margo would say lily, and Amanda would say daffodil. And we just keep taking turns naming flowers, but you cannot repeat any. And once you hit more than five seconds, then, like if you can't think of anything for five seconds, then that eliminates you. But we're not going to do flowers. That was just the example. So, does everybody kind of understand how it goes? Got it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So, the very first one is. There are a lot of R words, like the letter R, words related to sustainability. So we're gonna go through and name all of the R words one at a time. So I'll start you off with the first two, like reduce and then reuse, and then keep going after that. So we'll go Tori, Margo, Amanda. Tori, Margo, Amanda. Okay, so Tori, go ahead, say the first R word. Repurpose. Good. Margo? Reduce. Oh All wait, right. Nope, that's good. You can use it. It hasn't been taken yet. I just used it as an example. Amanda? Recycle. All right. Tori? Uh,
1: reuse or reduce. You said
0: reduce, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <What>? Tori's out. <laughs> All right. Margo? Repair. Yeah. Amanda?
2: Reduce? No, we said that, didn't we?
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. We already said it. Ah! <laughs> All right, Margo, you're the winner. <laughs> Yay! All right, point for Margo. <laughs> okay, we're going to do that again. So it's the same thing, but now we're going to do alternative words for sustainable. So your examples would be eco-friendly or green, okay? So we'll do the same pattern not to mix anybody up, so we'll do Tory, Margo, Amanda. So Tori zero waste. Yes, great. Margo low waste. Excellent. Amanda
2: no waste.
0: Ooh, you got it. Keep going, Tori. Uh, green. Yep. Margo tree hugger. Ooh, I love it. Amanda
2: conservationist. Ooh. Tori
0: eco. Mhm. Margo environmentally sound. Wow, you guys are knocking it out. Amanda? Environmentally friendly. Yes, Tori? Environmentalist. Yep. <laughs> has it been said yet. Margo? Environmentalism. Yeah, Amanda? Environmental activist. Woo! You guys are so good. Tori, keep going. Um,
1: nope, I'm done. <laughs> 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 I, I've forgotten what we said last time,
0: so. Um, <laughs> All right, Margo. Climate neutral. Ooh, Amanda. Water protector. Excellent, Margo. Carbon positive. Uh-huh, Amanda.
2: Carbon neutral.
0: Did we say that one? Nope, not yet. Not that. One. Okay, not yet. keep going. Margo. Um, organic. I'll take it. Amanda?
2: Permaculture.
0: Yeah, Margot? Regenerative. Amanda, you ready? Keep going. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Um, Oh. Eco-lawyer. Is that a thing? (laughs) Ooh, coming in with the seed. (laughs) Go ahead, Margot. Reusable. Amanda? Repurposed. Ooh, Margo. Prepared. Oh, now we're doing the R thing. <laughs> we are. <laughs> it it's still, it's still forms of sustainable. Amanda, keep going.
2: Wax wraps.
0: Is that a an alternative word for sustainable or we're just naming sustainable items? Oh,
2: dang. All right. Yeah, that doesn't count then, does it?
0: I'll give you another chance if you want to try something else. Um.
2: Farmer? No. No, that won't work.
0: All right, we're out of time. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Margo again. Woo, two points, Margo. Good job. That's the end of round one. So now we're gonna do round two, which is just gonna be basically one question each. All right. So Tori, you wanna go first again? You were kind of in the hot Shit. seat. <laughs> do you want me to fix someone yeah, else? It's You're okay with it? No, that's fine. Okay. I'm good. Okay. So these are two points, if you get them. If not, then we can do a steal. Tori, can you name an alternative to shaving cream in an aerosol can?
1: You can just use a bar of soap that lathers. Yeah, that works. Especially work. if you have something that, like, gets a good suds on. Heck
0: yeah, two points to Tori. All right, Amanda, can you name a switch for clean wrap, also known as Saran Wrap? Wax Wraps. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I already said it <laughs> earlier in the previous round. <laughs> good, good, good. Margo, can you name a switch for paper towels? Unpaper um, paper towels or like just rags? Yeah, you got it. Good job. All right. End of round two. We got Amanda two, Margo four and Tori two. We are on round three hmm and i'm realizing i'm trying to figure out how to adapt this to three people okay i will think of something okay so first we'll have amanda go first because we've been picking on tori so amanda okay. will have you go first this time can you explain what carbon offsetting is
2: oh i mean it's not totally eradicating it but it's trying to almost cut it back like when they plant a tree because they're shipping something so it kind of supposed to counterbalance
0: yeah that's great yep Yay! you got it good good okay and Tori can you explain what greenwashing is a greenwashing
1: is when a company is like a jumping on the bandwagon for what's sustainable but their practices? may not always be sustainable or what they're selling. Woo I need to look into.
0: You got it. Good, good. <laughs> and this is where I pause because I only have those two questions. So I'm trying to think of something else that I want Margot to define because those are supposed to be team questions, but now we're doing them individually. You got an idea? You look like you have an idea, Tori. I have an idea. Go ahead. Margo,
1: I'm going to ask you a question. Go ahead. What is the different... Forms of like carbon positive, carbon neutral, and carbon negative. Carbon neutral means you offset the carbon you produce. Carbon positive means that you offset the carbon you produce and more. And carbon negative is when you don't offset the carbon you produce.
0: Wow. I I- Look at <laughs> you, Mario. I feel like you should get more than two points because you did like three definitions. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> margo's like coming in with a storm man. she's doing great <laughs> good job everybody thank you for being flexible good 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 okay round four dang this is also a team one okay we'll come up with something all right unless here margo will have you bounce between both teams does that sound
1: yeah fair? that sounds good okay
0: <laughs> tori and margo Rank these items from least to most for greenhouse gas emissions. And that would be associated for each agricultural animal. So your animals are fish, pig, cow, and chicken. Yeah.
1: And fish is then pig. Then chicken then fish.
0: Can you say that again? So the least to the most uh, cow pig
1: chicken oh chick least to the most yeah fish chicken pig cow
0: okay there we go okay yay <laughs> all right we'll just split the points you each get one all right margo and amanda we're, we're gonna team you two up together yay. same thing from least impactful to most impactful can you rank the modes of transportation and that would be car bike plane or train
2: least to most right mm-hmm so bike is leased. Mm-hmm.
1: Plane is definitely the yes.
0: most.
2: Car. You said car and tra- train?
0: Yep.
2: What kind of train are we talking about here?
0: A passenger train.
2: Okay. I was thinking about some of the hauler ones that still use like steam and coal and stuff too. Oh. We're talking about the Amtrak. Yeah. Or, like, we're talking we're, about electric We're going kind of to
0: go, <laughs> go with Amtrak. not an electric train because these all this would still have some carbon emissions alright
2: so I would say Margo let me know what you think so
1: least most bike car train and plane I would say it would be bike then train then car then plane because train is like giant
0: carpool
2: oh yeah yeah that makes
0: sense Is that your final answer?
2: Yeah, go with with that.
0: Yep, you are correct. Good job. Point for Margo. Point for Amanda. Good job, everybody. Scores are Amanda five, Tori five, Margo eight. (laughs) You guys are doing great, by the way. (laughs) You guys are doing so awesome. Round five, last one. I'm going to ask you a question. And if you can come up with the answer, like on your own, you'll get three points. But if you need me to give you multiple choice, then it's only going to be two points. And if you don't get it, somebody can steal. And if you steal it, then you get one point, okay? All right. All right. Margo, we'll start with you because we've kind of been picking on everybody else. You haven't led around yet. Margo. What percent of plastic is recycled globally? And so I'm going to give you a 3% buffer up and down, so you've got like a 6% range to guess within. I think 9%. Wow. So you got that 3% buffer. The answer is 12%. You said 9. You're within that 3%. You get 3 points. Good job, Margo. Woo! Okay, Amanda, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Coral reefs support what percent of all marine life? You still got that 3% range up and down that's still applicable here. And if you need multiple choice, I can do that, but then it's only worth two points.
2: I'm going to take a shot in the dark here on this. I would say 60%. They do a lot. Oh, wait. All marine life? Are we talking? Or just around them?
0: Coral reefs support what percent of all marine life?
2: All marine life. All right, I'm going to say 30%.
0: You said 30? Yeah. That's not correct. Would anybody like to steal? Tori, were you waving your hand there?
1: I believe it's like, it's high. Because there's like hundreds and hundreds of fish and different types of species that live inside a coral reef. Especially like the Great Barrier Reef and all of that. So it's probably like upwards of over 50.
0: Is that your guess? Is your guess 50? I don't Uh, know.
1: It's probably like, I'd say like 85.
0: No. Margo, do you want to steal? Does anybody want multiple choice yet? (laughs) Um, I'm going to try with what Amanda originally said at 60. No. So the answer is 25%. What? Yeah. No way.
2: Yeah. Really? The oceans are big, I guess. That makes sense. There's a lot out there. Yeah, because
0: the coral reefs are really only like around like the like the Certain beach. areas. Hmm. Now I feel like I have to do a quick Google search on this. because <laughs> I was like, that's what it said when I looked up the question. But I was like. Now we need to go be a marine biologist. Let's take two minutes to do a quick double check. Because now I'm like, now my confidence is very low on this. 25%. Wow. By the EPA. Okay.
2: Oh, I thought it would have been way more. Wow.
0: Your reasonings, your logic were definitely sound. I was like, I was doubting myself. I'm like, yeah, you guys have very convincing arguments (laughs) now. So yeah, it's 25%. Okay. Tori, how much plastic is dumped in nature every year?
1: Are you asking in what quantity? Yeah. (laughs) But like pounds or like?
0: I'll start you off with million tons.
1: Okay. I'm just trying to figure out like what metric of unit I am giving you in um, per year.
0: Yep, every year.
1: Five million. Uh, I'll say four and a half million tons.
0: Oh, you should have gone with five. The answer is eight million tons. Oh, dang it! I shouldn't have said that. I should have <laughs> let somebody steal it. Dang it. No, 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 no. <laughs> to let someone steal it <laughs> I ruined my own game gosh darn it well you said five so I was like oh yeah because that's within your three so you had eight and then you changed it to four and a half and I was like now you're out of the three Get <laughs> want me to do a different question since I didn't let Margo or Amanda steal it
1: pretty sure Margo's running away with this one today
0: Margo came ready to play man yeah okay so <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel bad because I didn't let you steal it. All right. That is the end of round five. So the grand score, we have Amanda and Tori tying in at five points each. And Margot is at 11 points. So congratulations to Margot. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Amanda and Tori, do you guys want to do a tiebreaker to see who comes in second? Sure. Good. All right, we can do a tiebreaker for Amanda and Tori, who comes in second. Whoever knows the answer can just say it, and we'll just go with whoever's the first to respond. I went on a date with my husband to see a play. What did I do at the play that was so embarrassing? Fell asleep. Ah! (laughs) Amanda, you said it, and Tori, you did the motion. You put your hands up by your cheeks, closed your eyes, and fell over to the side, but you didn't say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that was more amusing to me to do it that way
0: (laughs) that is correct (laughs) i fell asleep in the play that i picked and made my husband go to (laughs) all right good job everybody thank you so much for coming and playing i do have some prizes can you see them here are the prizes for our winners we have bamboo real toilet paper really strong not very soft toilet paper yeah yeah and we have bug bite thingy which oh that's a sucker thingy yeah yeah it's like a sucker thingy so you don't have to do creams and chemicals and stuff on your bug bites you just if you get a bite you put it on there like supposed to suck out I want I want to say the venom but you know what I mean like the
2: yeah there's spit
0: yeah the spit there we go it's like the saliva this stuff Whatever it is that you're reacting to, it'll just like suck it out.
1: Yay!
0: That's the end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Margo! Yay, Margo! (laughs) Hey, let's give it up for our players. Tori, Amanda, and Margo. Thank you so much for being brave enough to come on board and play the trivia game. You all were fantastic, and it was so much fun. Thank you again. Before we go, we're going to do the weekly challenge. Let me open up my container here and draw a card which says, Plan your meals in advance to avoid any potential food waste and ensure that you're using all of your produce. I'm proud to say that we already do that in this household, which is wonderful. I learned about it during my interview with Stephanie Miller. She wrote the book Zero Waste Living the 80-20 Way. And in that book, she went over planning your meals in advance and doing refrigerator audits, which is maybe less than five minutes a night. You don't have to do it every single night. You could do it every other night or two to three times a week, whatever works best for you. You basically open up the fridge, see what all is in there that is getting ready to go bad. Move it to the front of the fridge, plan your next meal to use up those items. It's a great way to live. I have noticed a significant reduction in food waste and I'm very, very proud to do that. It does seem like a lot of work to plan out your meals in advance, but really it's not that bad. What we do is we just sit down on either Friday or Saturday and we plan out six meals, six dinners, because we know one of them is going to be left overnight. (laughs) Sometimes two of them are left overnights, which is fantastic. Less cooking for us. It's really wonderful because then, when you come home from work, instead of playing the game where you open up every single cupboard and you stare at it trying to figure out what meal you can piece together with the random ingredients that you have, you already know what you're gonna make and you sit there and you make it and you use it up. So you know you've planned green beans on Monday and salad on Tuesday. And so you use up that produce before it even goes bad. It's really very effective and it's a very easy adaptation to what you're currently doing. But in the end, it's totally worth it, and it saves you a lot of time and money and effort. If you have not been doing that thus far, now is a great time to start. This is your weekly challenge. Start incorporating it. You will notice a huge difference. Taking a foraging class has been on my bucket list for the year of 2021, and I finally did it. Tune in next week as I share all of the fun information that I learned from that class in an episode dedicated to learning the basics of foraging. Thank you again, Sustainer Nation. 100 episodes, and here is to another 100 and many more after that. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and continue to stay sustainable. Bye!